to give you some fresh vibes to last you for next week. This little mini session is designed to give you just a little push to make it through the next week. This year has been quite an interesting year for all of us. We have felt we have been pushed to the brim. We have been tested in terms of our patience and what we've um, deemed normal in our life. This week, I had a little bit of a situation with my father because he's been having a little bit of an issue with one of his um, breasts. He found a lump in his breast. And obviously, we think about breast cancer for women, but we never really think about breast cancer for men. Uh, So I pushed, pushed, pushed this week for him to have his test done. He had an ultrasound and a mammogram done. Obviously, for men, it's very different. I was like, hey, let's get you tested. And he doesn't want anybody to know about it. He's very private about it. So, you know, this this week really tested my motivation and getting up every single day and feeling motivated to do things. You know what? 2020 has been difficult for all of us. It has been extremely difficult for me. As you all know, if you follow me for years, I'm out and about and going at 120% every single day. We travel every four to six weeks. We are up in a plane and going and seeing the world all the time. This year has really, really tested us and it has really put a stop to a lot of the things that we've wanted to do. So, you know, when it comes to those little problems that we see, when it comes to those little things that we found so easily done before, they're extremely difficult and different and overwhelming this year. So how do we approach life and how do we protect our mental health? You know, I always felt like I had a really good grasp on my mental health. Although I've always dealt with anxiety, although I've always dealt with overwhelming issues in my mind of expectations i've always wanted to reach 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 the highest levels this year has really put a stop to it i placed like i said before a break on my life i decided i wasn't going to do as much as i usually do but in quite honest terms it's been extremely hard for me my anxiety some days is overboard So today I really want to talk to you guys about and just give you a little motivation on how we deal with the things that enter our head and what we allow in our head and how we can protect our mental health and how I protect my mental health. As we all know, stress these days, it looks like, you know, fear, worry. We really fear the health of our loved ones. I feared for the health of my father these past few weeks as he saw a lump in his breast. We fear the financial situation of our friends. We think about the loss of support. A lot of things that they rely on are not there anymore. I'm thinking about the loneliness that my kids feel because they're not with their friends anymore. I fear for the loneliness of my parents who are in their house, you know, so afraid to get out because of COVID-19. 
We have changes in our sleep. We have changing in our eating patterns. Uh, we're not concentrating like we used to. You remember we used to just get up and go and we had a thousand plans going on. Now we have to consider whether something is open. We have to consider whether someone is willing to go out with us. We have to consider how far they're taking this whole COVID-19 and mask thing. And, you know, will they be willing to hang out with us at a bar? There's so many things. And quite honestly, there's a worsening in the chronic health problems because people with diabetes now are just really freaking out that they don't want to get sick, you know, because that's even worse. Um, I was diagnosed with high blood pressure in April. And that to me also keeps me up every night because then I'm thinking, what if I get COVID? I'm definitely not gonna do good because I have high blood pressure. Our mental health conditions, how are they? Are people nowadays using more cigarettes, tobacco? Are they drinking more? I know there's moments where I just wanna have a drink and forget about everything that's going on this year. So, you know, as we face those things, as I face those things, as I read things online, as I watch TV, as I go on Twitter and read all the tweets, they affect our overall mood, you guys. They really do. They really affect the way we feel that day. If we're ready to conquer the world or if we're just so overwhelmed with such negativity that we just decide, screw it. I don't want to know anything anymore and I'm just going to stay in bed and sleep all day because I'm tired of hearing all the negativity. Every day, you know, you go online or you go on TV and you see all the COVID numbers and more and more people are being infected in Texas and more and more people are being infected in the United States. All of those things affect you because if you internalize how much of the problem they are, you become a part of that problem. So my question to you today is, are you able to disconnect from that? Are you able to see the positivity and all the negativity? And honestly, uh, it's extremely hard, but it is possible. And I do it every single day. I do look at the positive and I do look at the things that are affecting me and I say, hey, I'm deciding today I'm not going to allow all the negativity and all the bad news and all the craziness to affect me today. And it's a daily, daily, daily routine that I do for myself. And so... There's numerous things you can do as you go through life. And I'm going to be adding a few of those um, links to the things that helped me on my blog at tbbyalicia.com. And so you're going to get to see some of those things that I go to and that help me and to um, allow me to feel a sense of relief even when all this shit is going down and like shit is hitting the fan. This 2020 has become quite a year for so many of us. I know some people who lost jobs. I know some people who have gotten sick. I know some people who got sick and never made it through. I know people who got sick and made it through this year. I've been of the mindset that I am just going to continue living my life as best as I can and be as careful and take all the precautions that I can take. But honestly, if I was to stay a hermit inside my house, I think my mental health would be much, much more affected than my, my physical health. 
So, you know, there are some some things that I want to talk to you about and how I deal with those things today and how I get up every single day and I continue to move forward in times like this because honestly, I really believe that this is just a moment in time and it's not going to stick around forever. Things will definitely, definitely get better. So here's one thing I definitely want to tell you and how I can, I've managed to, to, to change things for myself and make things a little bit better for myself. Number one, I do consume the right content. And what does that mean? Consuming the right content is finding things that give you positivity and make you feel good every single day. Whether you're on Instagram, whether you're on social media and Facebook, which by the way, I've disconnected a lot of people who only post negativity. I disconnect and I unfollow and I unfriend um, because I don't want that in my circle and I don't want that in my life. I think as positive as possible every single time. So it's really waking up and thinking positive every single day some people call it prayer some people say i have a prayer every morning other people think it's a meditation they have a meditation but it's whatever puts your mind at ease whatever makes you feel comfy and happy and at a point in your life where you're just feeling okay i'm only gonna think positive today do things that add happiness to your life Whatever that is, whatever it is that adds happiness to your life, it's spending time with your parents, spending time with a specific friend, watching a show. Like I do reruns of Sex in the City because that just adds happiness for me. Um, another thing that I do, and I do this on a consistent basis, and I do this every freaking day, is I exercise for the endorphins. I exercise every single day because I need those endorphins to come into my body and push me towards a happy place. I, of course, deal with mood swings. I deal with moments of desperation. I deal with moments of overwhelming sadness. But if I schedule a, an exercise for myself, I know that I push myself and I force myself to do that exercise. I know that at the end of the day, the endorphins will kick in. I love to read and I love to read for the love of reading. I really do. If I find a book that's interesting and unique and it's going to take me to a different place, I read it and I take it. My Kindle is full of books that I just grab onto and read, 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 read. Because for me, especially biographies are so important because someone has been through this before. I want to know how they um, overwhelm, over, uh, what is it? Not overwhelm, but over, what's the word, Adelaide? When somebody encounters something and they achieve something better, not over, overcame. Over. How they overcame something in their life. If you follow me on my Instagram at ThinkChick and now at Vibes by Alicia, you'll know that I do share my favorite photos. Yes, I recycle a ton of photos because I haven't taken new photos in a long time because I haven't traveled. But I share them because I love them and they make me happy. That's a nice little thing you can do for yourself is share the photos that you love because they make you happy. Don't think about the engagement. Don't think about the algorithm. Don't think about what that's going to affect your Instagram account. Just share them because you freaking love them and you love them so much you want to share them with everybody else. Another thing I do, which is so important to me, is I listen to other engaging podcasts. I do engage in podcasts that are thinking positivity, that are talking future, that are talking 
good things into the universe. I love listening to my favorite radio chalk jock, shock jock, Howard Stern. Every morning since the year 2005, I have been listening to him. If he's on vacation, you guys, I am in the worst mood ever because he goes on vacation. But when he's back on, I'm happy. I remember the day I first listened to him. He had this show. (laughs) And it was called The Mexican Delivery Man. And it was so funny because (laughs) he had three Mexican guys delivering food to his studio. And this is funny. Adelaide, you're going to love this. This is too fucking funny. He had three guys come in deliver food. And he had a porno star in the studio with him and this is this is a thing that got me hooked on him because I thought oh my god this guy is just out of his mind he told the Mexican delivery guys okay you delivered the food he said to the guys I have $50 tip or (laughs) I can't stop laughing I can have you feel this girl up one or the other. <laughs> I can give you the $50 now, or you can feel this girl. Obviously, the girls were like game. They were there for that particular reason, right? Y'all, I'm a feminist. I love women empowerment. And I think prostitutes, I think porno stars are feminists because they're fucking doing what they want to do. A lot of them are doing it because they freaking love doing porno, quite honestly. Some of them are really, really, really into what they do. Anyhow, these guys, Arlet, were led into the room. And some of them said, no, 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 I'll take the $50. I don't want to have any problems. I'll take the $50 tip. But some of them were like, no, I'll forgo the tip and I'll touch this girl. <laughs> but that was the first that was the first episode I ever heard. He was on AM radio here in Texas. And I was like, oh, who the hell puts these poor people on this? I was so pissed. I'm like, these guys just want to deliver the food. The guys were so into it. They loved it. Some guys were like, well, I, I yeah, I'll give up my tip if I can touch this beautiful woman. <laughs> Honestly, it was just such like a let go of your preconceived notions of what women should be. Because I always felt like, oh, women should always, you know, keep to themselves. But these girls who were on a show, they were like, hell no. I love doing this. This is fun for me. This is what I do for a living. They were fucking healthy women with self-agency. They decided this is what they were going to do for their life. Nobody pushed them. They didn't have like... A traumatic childhood they were happy to do something like this and just live with it like people who like women who are in strip joints some of them just love doing it like why are we gonna be pissed at a woman who's like taking a control in her life and deciding this is what she likes like we think on the outside like oh she's being forced somebody's forcing her like she's possibly cannot like this a lot of the girls in these in these situations are there because they want to be there they like what they're doing so he asked these mexican guys or these latino guys they were from all over central america too okay i give you 
a hundred dollars or you can touch this girl and some of them were like no 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 I'll take a hundred dollars I don't want to touch her and he and then he would say okay I give you one hundred and fifty dollars or you can touch this girl <laughs> it was just such a crazy um premise that it was like so funny for me the way that it all took took light that I was hooked on him that year he was moving on to Sirius Satellite Radio so it was a subscribe program he was on free radio in the morning for 20 years and he was hired by Sirius XM to go over to their network and they were paying him 500 million dollars to go over there I didn't have a serious subscription, but I was so happy every single day driving to work where I was so miserable being a sixth grade teacher. I hated it. It was like so hard and just miserable for me. But every morning I could not wait to get in my car and listen to him and just be funny. And I would get to my job and be excited and happy and just smiling just because I was listening to this crazy nonsense on the radio. He went off to Sirius XM. He got a subscription. I come home and I tell my husband, I said, oh my God, every morning, you know what makes me happy going to work? He's like, what? I said, listening to Howard in the morning. <laughs> He's like, who the hell is Howard? I said, oh my God, you have got to know this guy. He's just like a crazy ass motherfucker. He has the craziest show on radio. He is just wild and he lets people be themselves, which is fun like most people have this preconceived notion of who you should be he was fun and happy and excited and he didn't give a shit who you were he was going to give you a platform you could be the you know the the guy who heads the Ku Klux Klan he was going to still give you a chance to give your peace and talk about who the fuck you are and those guys were on there and they would say everything and they would say the n-word and they would just but what I loved about it was that he let people be who they were and the listeners the audience determined whether or not you liked it or you didn't that was your determination he wasn't gonna say oh i'm not gonna have this guy on because he's a racist he said i'm gonna have this guy on he's a racist but you're my listener you you determine whether you're gonna like it or not and if you don't like it turn it off don't listen to it ever again but if you like it and you want to know more about it here's your point where you can understand this person's point of view and it was understanding other people's point of view and so i understood a lot of point of views from then on you know i was like hooked majorly hooked so when shit got bad and I had my second son and I was just dealing with so much hyper nemesis and just the worst scenarios in my life that's where I would go to for my relief I would go to Howard's show Rusk bought me a subscription he got me a subscription on Sirius XM because he said I can see that you've changed I can see you're happier every time you listen to the show you feel more relief you feel like you found something that you relate to you know what back then the subscription was expensive and he paid for it for me he bought it for me like every time he got a new car for me he went in and said i need for my wife to have her serious exam subscription because she needs to be listening to howard because she is so much better when she listens to howard <laughs> and so he would do that for me and i thought that was so beautiful and so loving because he knew that about me he knew that if i was going to be happy i needed to be listening to howard Howard is such a feminist. He's such a freaking amazing person. Anyhow, moving on. 
those are the things that I felt like I needed to do in order for my my mental health to be protected. Protect your mental health. I had a conversation with my makeup girl Mitsue this past week. She loves those conspiracy theory stuff that pops up on Facebook. And I always have to remind her, you keep going on those Facebook conspiracy theory stuff, all you're getting is bullshit lies. Why are you allowing that sort of thing to come into your head? It's conspiracy. It's all it's doing is pissing you off and making you feel shitty about yourself. And so I said to her, replace that with something that's positive and something that makes you feel good. And that's what she started doing. I said, if you want positivity in your life, you've got to infect it with positive things in your life. Everything you encounter, every new source, all information sources need to be things that are adding positivity to your mind. That's why we talk about shielding your mental health. That's why we talk about protecting your mental health. We don't talk about it in terms of um, an outside thing coming into your, into your life. We talk about it, you protecting it from the inside out. You are protecting yourself from the negativity and the nonsense and the bullshit and the conspiracy shit that's out there, especially this year. You have got to take control of that. You yourself have to take control of that. No one else can do that for you. You are the only agency, the only protector of your mind. Consider that as you move forward. And all I can say is continue to think positivity. Continue to recognize when negativity is coming in and shut it down immediately. Don't let it infiltrate your mind because once the negativity enters your mind, it festers and it multiplies and it becomes worse. Start thinking about how you can protect it and become that person for you. And like I mentioned today, I have my own strategy. You need to create your own strategy and create the own way of calming yourself down, giving yourself those positive vibes. I really believe that vibes impact your daily life in so many ways. So please, 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 please keep your mind filled with only positive vibes. Until next time, tell me what you're thinking. Tell me what you thought about this podcast. And if there's any topic you want me to talk about, let me know. I cannot wait for you to do that and share this podcast with everybody. I would love for everyone to subscribe. Follow us at Bye Bye Alicia or at Think Chick. Love you guys. See you next time. Bye.